Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan, Dennis Michelson, Lori Monroe from RacetalkRadio.com. That means it's time to go in-depth with your NASCAR talk. And Lori Monroe, Saturday night, Kansas Speedway, and Kevin Harvick again getting the win. Is there any doubt? I think this guy's just going to win every race for the rest of the year from the look of it. How can one Ford team be so dominant in the era where all the cars are supposed to be so equal? Well, obviously Ford has an advantage. Everybody knows that. But then you've got another advantage of having Kevin Harvick at the wheel. So you've got the double whammy. So look out, everybody. Here's the scary part. Is Harvick's been able to do this despite his pit crew operating about at about 80% Mm -hmm. like they always do. Could you imagine if they ever can finish pit stops and get them all right? This guy would never lose again. Well, they could work on that and and just keep going. Like, where is it going to end? The problem that I find here and that really frustrates the hell out of me is the fact that Kevin Harvick can go out there and win all these races. What is he on? Race number five or something. And then this stupid chase playoffs, whatever reset formula comes along and say they sort of have a, a bit of a sputter in their step towards the end of the year and basically erases all of the good that they've done. Again, another issue I have with NASCAR. So I, I don't know. I The whole NASCAR thing, and, and I think we talked about it last week, this whole sale thing of NASCAR, it just it just looks like they're not even serious about it and they start changing things. So again, you've got the guy who should be consistent and go out there, win, accumulate all these points. All that is wonderful. And then by some weird stroke of bad luck ends up not getting the championship because of something stupid. We keep hearing the rumors about the sale of NASCAR. And when I first heard this, I thought, well, this is some sort of a ploy to get a value on the sport for some other reason. I really didn't think it was serious that they'd be selling. But the more I think about it, and the more I think about that name Goldman Sachs being involved, the more I think it's really real that we're going to see it sold. If we do see NASCAR sold to another entity, is that possible that we could undo all the crap that we don't like in NASCAR and get back to the best racing on the planet? It just depends who that entity is. And if that entity is somebody who actually understands racing, stock car racing, the history of the sport and all that. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens if it does happen. One thing that I have found very interesting this year is we've seen sort of all the people within the sport sort of neutered over the last five years or so where they were very reluctant to speak ill of the sport in any way. 
And once again, this past week with Cole Pern and the 78 team bringing a you know, big saw out to to make some uh, some adjustments there after a crash damage to get the car back on the track. And NASCAR saying now, no, no, only battery-operated things can be used. Cole Pern lit them up on Twitter. I'm really amazed at how outspoken some of the people within NASCAR have gotten over all these rules that keep being put in place. It's about time. There's got to be a tipping point here. That whole deal with that huge cutoff saw, I think, is just, you know, where where is it going to end? I don't understand NASCAR having to have control over every single wrench that's being used at the racetrack. And that big cutoff saw, I don't know. It's just, it's something that every junkyard has. It's, it's, it's something that gets the job done. But, oh, no, NASCAR has to speak up, can't use it they're going to have solar-operated junk next out there, I'm sure. It's something we've seen at NASCAR races forever. It wasn't like, Go this, figure. Is, it wasn't like this was something new that a team invented. I just, It's so funny, the things that NASCAR picks to enforce and the stuff that they don't enforce, it, it's just, I kind of wonder who's in charge right now. Well, it gets back to my point. I think I said last week as well, it's just like they're not serious. They're not serious about what's going on. They just keep, they tweak this a little bit and, well, maybe that didn't solve the problem. We'll just tweak this a little bit. Now they're just sort of willy-nilly. Well, you can't use that. If you bring an orange saw, you can't use an orange saw. It has to be, has to be official NASCAR colors. And it's just crazy. Yeah, if it had been Monster Energy Green, I think they wouldn't have gotten the, the penalty. Probably. Unbelievable. But again, NASCAR tweaking a rule because the team's figuring out that, hey, if I don't make it through pre-qualifying inspection and I have to start from the rear, I get to start on brand new tires. So NASCAR has now changed that rule. Now everybody starts the race on brand new tires. It is so funny to watch these NASCAR crew chiefs constantly outsmarting NASCAR. I must be stupid because this whole deal of starting at the back, you've missed uh, qualifying, so you've got these fresh tires. Who cares at the start of a race? Don't you want fresh tires towards the end of a race? This is what I don't get. Why is that such a big advantage? And I understand probably one or two tracks, it might make some some certain percentage of, of a difference. But to me, it's nothing nothing that anybody should be getting all crazy about because to me the start of a race you got fresh tires but you're at the back of the pack so what it's a 400 mile race for criminy's sakes it's not a sprint very strange very weird also nascar vowing to get tougher on the rules as if they can get any tougher because yet another rear window collapse this time on kyle larson's car yeah, I'm sure death penalties coming around the corner for whatever happens next. You know, they they say time and time again, oh, the next the next round of penalties will be very severe. And then nothing really happens. You know, it's just sort of like raising kids, I suppose. It's just don't do this. Don't do this, Billy. And you never discipline the kid. So he just keeps going. This is what NASCAR's done. And 
I, I truly don't know what the next step is. I guess you just send everybody home to the point where NASCAR probably love to send everybody home and not even have a sport to have to worry about because that seems to be the, the route that they're going. You know, we're going to we're going to obliterate all of our stars because because we say so. Well, that's the reason that people are showing up to the track. The few that still are going is because they want to see their stars, their their sports heroes. But NASCAR, again, is still going back to the old the old adage that that you need the sport more than the sport needs you. Well, that's certainly changed. Well, folks, it is time to take a quick break. We'll be back with more NASCAR talk. You're listening to The Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to The Final Inspection, 105.7 FM. Dennis and Lori on a Saturday afternoon talking NASCAR. Lori Monroe, before we get to the all-star race, this is sort of the halfway point of the NASCAR mm-hmm. season, uh, sort of, you know, a little early, but the same idea. We've got enough races under our belt now to know who is doing well, who is doing poorly. Obviously, Kevin Harvick owning this uh, 2018 season. But who is the biggest surprise to you this season? Well, the surprises, in my opinion, are not good surprises. The one good surprise, I would say, probably would be Eric Almarola. But I expected him to do pretty darn good in that 10 car. What is surprising me are the guys who aren't having what I would say exceptionally good years. Uh, You know, you've got Chase Elliott once again, not getting a win and just really not doing much. Then again, all of Chevrolet is having issues. All of Hendrick is having issues. So, you know, it's, it's just unfortunate for them. But, but if you want to say just one, one bright spot would have to be, uh, would have to be Eric Almarola, I'd say. Who's the biggest disappointment for the 2018 season so far? The biggest disappointment. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I, I probably because the expectation was so high and that would be Chase Elliott because everybody assumed he'd win. They had all these statistics out there. Well, his father finished second eight times before he got his win. And then they start pumping that up. It's again, they're, they're following that same bad script that came along with Dale senior and Dale jr. All these sons have to mirror or exceed what their father did and that's just so unrealistic and again you're seeing that placed upon chase elliott i almost don't feel it as much this year as i did last year of course but the hype around him being in the nine that has sort of faded away too so hopefully they're giving the kids some space and let him just let him just develop on his own his own pace it's it's just been a little bit crazy with him, I think. I've been a little surprised how good Ford has been this year because they were doing a good job of whining before the season that they that they were, you know, second to the, the Toyota teams and all this. And my biggest disappointment this year has been Hendrick Motorsports. I just have not believed mm-hmm. how bad the whole team has been, you know, relative to where you expect them to be year in and year out. Well, the loss of, of Jeff Gordon behind the wheel and then Dale Jr. And then bringing in these young kids, you know, you've got Byron, which, you know, still should be 
running Xfinity, in my opinion. It's just, it just doesn't seem as strong uh, driver-wise as they have been in in the last, uh, how long? Last two decades. So it, uh, I guess it stands to reason. It's like they're almost growing. They're, they're, they're just like in a growing phase right now or, or at a standstill maybe. The other big surprise for me this year has been the lack of caution flags throughout the race. We saw it again. Not me. We saw it again at Kansas where it was just about the, the only cautions early on were for the end of the stages. Well, we don't need all these fake cautions anymore. We don't need the debris cautions that everybody was screaming about because we have all these stages now. So they don't have to have these fabricated uh, cautions. That just sort of tells you how many were. But guys used to lean on each other and cause wrecks back in the day. And while you didn't, you know, necessarily tune in to watch the wrecks, you did like the hard racing. We're not really seeing the hard racing lead to any cautions lately. Well, I'd like to really get in touch with a statistician because I truly believe that these fake debris cautions really outnumbered legitimate hard, you know, door to door banging wrecks as cautions. I really think that. Now we turn our uh, sights to uh, the fun race of the year. This has always been the race that I, I said, if you're introducing somebody to NASCAR, get them to watch the old Winston. That was the that was the race to get somebody hooked because it was just all exciting right from the beginning. This year for the All-Star Race, all kinds of new rules. Listening to Kevin Harvick talk about this on Happy Hours uh, this week, Nobody understands what these rules are going to do for the racing. Does it really matter for this race, though? All it is is entertainment. This is all we really have with the all-star race. It just comes down to just pure entertainment. So, you know, sit down, have your popcorn, and uh, as a driver, just go out there and, and turn some laps. I, you know, I uh, maybe they're going to hand out flyers before the race and let everybody know. Two 45-minute practices or all these guys will get a chance of having these cars on the track because there's no no open testing. They've taken the cars to the wind tunnel, but that only tells you so much. They can only do so much with computer programming. So with such a lack of preparation time for this race, I'm not so sure anybody understands how these cars are going to race. Does that affect who you would pick for the big race this uh, this evening? Not really, because I kind of feel a lot of this year has been very unpredictable anyway, to a certain degree. And, you know, this this whole deal about these guys not really knowing what's going to happen, isn't that, again, come back to what NASCAR wants? They want everybody sort of having to think on their feet and not really know and, and all that. And they're probably going to, you know, if we had Humpy Wheeler, he'd probably invert the field. NASCAR wants everybody to show up sort of not knowing what's going to happen and uh, just just throw the dice and, and let her go. It's going to be mayhem. Nobody's going to learn a single thing for how these cars are going to handle on the Charlotte track for the 600. So that yeah. goes away. All there is is to win this thing. Laurie Monroe, who is your pick to win the 2018 All-Star Race? Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney is a solid, solid pick. I'm not going to go out on the limb. I'm going to take a guy who's really good in these short segment type races. I am going to take Mr. Kyle Busch. Well, folks, that is going to wrap it up 
for the NASCAR segment. You're listening to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.